Blog Talk Radio. So another edition, edition, episode, whichever one you want to go with it, but another episode of In the Author's Corner with ATN. I'm your host, ATN, and you may remember me from way back when, three years ago, we were doing the talk show, but the only thing came and really threw us out of the ear process. And in the process, too, I got trouble with my voice. Hopefully, I will be able to maintain that because I'm in the doctor's gear. So with that set aside, let's just mention to you what we're doing. We're happy because while we stopped doing the talk show after the hurricanes, I became involved with e-book publishing. And I set up a store to do the publishing, but then I didn't realize there was going to be more software coming down the pipe. Well, that's where we are. I was hoping everything all done by the end of this week, or last week, I should say, but we're still working on it. Why I'm working on it? Because Christmas is around the corner, and Nuffit is knocking us down one way or another. And I have some suggestions, some ideas I'd like to pass on to families so that little kitties can have something to play with or something special that will come down the chimney for them. Well, with that, let's go on and move to our guest today. I'm very honored and pleased that I'm able to get a hold of a fellow Virgin Islander who is originally from the neighboring island of St. Croix and I'm on the island of St. Thomas. This lady I'm talking about is Angela Golden Bryan. Now she holds many titles in her career, an actress, an author, a master, encourager, and, of course, speaker, and plus more. This lady has gifts from above. God has passed on to her because each one of her titles does the same thing. She helps people one way or another, either as an actress, as an author, as an encourager, or as a speaker. So I must say I'm very, very pleased to have met with her and became friends of her, and there she is now talking on our show. Let me go ahead and welcome Angelica. Oh, thank you. Thank you, thank you. It's an honor for me to be here on your show. Thank you so much for even asking me. Thank you. You're quite all right. You're quite all right. I couldn't leave another or fellow Virgin Island out there on her own. So welcome aboard. I'm so glad I had you. So oh, glad I had you. Yeah. It's my pleasure. Well, yes. With all the other careers we have mentioned, we're not going to spend time on that now, but today we cater for, this show caters for authors, whether they're new, they're novice, they're aspiring, or they're senior or experienced. But what I'd like to do tonight, talk about becoming an author, part one, and then part two, the topic of your book that we want to look at. So go ahead and just tell me basically, what have you done that makes you an author? Wow. Well, thank you so much for that question. (laughs) It's so funny. Um, I'd always been told that, that I wrote well when I was in school in elementary school, high school, and college, and never really said, oh, my, wow, you know, when I grow up, I, I want to be an author. It, it was just, it was one of those things that just kind of evolved, and I don't know how much you, you want me to go into how it evolved, but after I wrote the book, I was still denying that I was an author, and I was like, wait a minute, okay, <laughs> now, if, if somebody if somebody tells a lie, they call them a liar. If somebody steals something, they call them a thief 
well, how come if I yeah. write something, I'm not calling myself an author? And so it was sort of that thing of really not acknowledging what I had done that um, yeah. that I wasn't really fully celebrating uh, what I had done. And that's one of the things that I encourage other people to do is celebrate your accomplishments. It's a wonderful thing. And yet I was depriving myself of that by not really calling myself an author. But yes, yes, it, um, it you know, it, it started with the, the whole idea that I wanted to write something for me and my friends to act in. And, and that's how my first book came to be published. Good, 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 good. You know, what you're saying right now relates to what I heard from another author on, during the day, during the week. And basically, God gives us skills and abilities to do something. And we call yes. it potential. But we never ah. know what the potential is. And we have to go fumbling. Most of us go fumbling in the dark to figure it out. I was one wow. of those who was fumbling in the dark. And it sounds like you did what you thought you wanted to do, but you didn't know what the <laughs> potential Therefore, you couldn't give <laughs> wow. it a Does that make sense? Wow. That's, that's, I like, yeah, it certainly does. That's a great uh, example. Yeah, I guess Good. we have these, these seeds of potential inside of us and we may dabble at different vehicles of expression. Yes. Maybe I wrote a poem or wrote a song, or, or but the, the book was a fuller expression of what I could do. Good for you. Good for you. Now, yeah. yeah. How did you go about organizing it? Did you just take words out of your head, or did you plan, or did you score? What did you do? How did it work for you? Oh. Okay, well, I'll, I'll go with my first book because I'm I'm in the process of writing my fourth book now, and the oh. the first <laughs> the the first one since I set it up in a screenplay format, I had to yes. learn what what screenplays I had read several screenplays as an actress, but I actually ended up hiring a a screenwriting coach because I I knew that mm-hmm. I wanted it to be authentic and to really look like a screenplay. And so that that's one of my first pieces of advice that I, I will give to people who want to write something is that we're, we're approaching 2021 and we have so much knowledge at our fingertips. So yes. that, that's the first thing is, is rather than saying, I don't know how to do it, find someone who can coach you, go online and find out. And, and that's what I ended up doing. And the content is mine. You know, he just helped me with the format. How do you format it? How do you make it more interesting? And that was really difficult for me because I was thinking from a historical perspective. Since, you know, it's about the fire burn, um, 1878. You know, if if you're from the Virgin Islands, most of us will will know uh, that story. And I wanted to put down everything that, that I knew, which wasn't a whole lot, but I didn't want to make stuff up. And so for the purposes of this book, that's what my coach, he, he was like, Angela, he says, if you want people to read this, it, it, has to, it has to have conflict in it. Someone has to oppose Queen Mary. Yeah. Someone has to oppose the queen. Now you have to throw some, a love triangle in there. So he was pretty much making <laughs> it like Hollywood style, and I was so yeah. resistant. I was like, we don't know yeah. that. We don't, but there's a lot of things that we make up in our mind you know, from the story yes. of, of the fire burn and Queen Mary that we really don't know. And it's that poetic, uh, uh, the creative license, the poetic license that as an artist, as a creative, that we must give ourselves the permission, if we're doing something that, that's fictional, the permission to use our, our imagination to fill in the gaps. And so that's what a lot of my first book involved was filling in the gaps. What might a love triangle look like? What type of man would Queen Mary oh have attracted? <laughs> you know, um, and just the different yeah, things, what type that's... of relationship. Yeah. There's a lot of yeah. imagination and a story. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that was that was the process of, of uh, Fireburn, the screenplay, book number one. Well, let's back up a little bit, please, because you and I know what Fireburn is. Most Virgin Islanders know what that is. Some of us in Tonians don't know it the same way as a Christian do because we weren't on your island. Your island. But for our audience, oh, makes sense. please tell us, a little bit about, tell us a little bit about Firebun so that the, okay. our world audience would know. Sure. Okay. Well, back in 1878, 
there um, uh, on the island of St. Croix, which is, you know, the island that it happens. I'll, re- I'll refer to that in the way that I learned the story and then learned some more later on, was that in 1878, slavery in, it was then the Danish West Indies, had been abolished for 30 years already. However, the, the once enslaved were now called laborers, and they were, they were being paid, and supposedly this was just this wonderful thing. However, in many ways it was worse because they were being paid. Let, let's just give an example. Maybe they were paid 10 cents a day, but then they were charged 20 cents a day for, for food and clo- you know, and, and shelter. Mm-hmm. So it was just absolutely yeah. horrible, and they had to take care of themselves. They, they were abused in every way. So 1878, October 1st, there, there was uh, what was a contract day. On that day, uh, the laborers on different plantations were uh, supposedly able to change their contracts and allow them to move off of the island or go to a different plantation, but it, it just pretty much did not happen the way that it was supposed to. So, you know, Queen Mary uh, comes out as one of the, the leaders. Uh, there Obviously, there were many leaders. There were men. There were other women. But her name on the island of St. Croix is the one that people refer to the most. And they pretty much burned down most of the island, half the island, the sugar cane fields, plantations, and people were killed. And through that riot, that revolution, uh, change did come, slow as it was, but change did come. So that whole uh, five-day period is referred to as the fire burn, fire burn. That's the subject of yeah, yeah, my books, as well as my documentary. Well, mm-hmm. now please share again for our audience. Why was Queen Mary called Queen? Because she was not she was not Danish, she was not white. How could she be a queen? Ah, yes. Well, it, it um, one one researcher said that that the the whole idea of queens came came from from Africa, you know the 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 women that mm-hmm. rose up as leaders, and they were referred to as queens. And and in the the plantation life, the women that would would serve uh, during the festivities and they would rise up in leadership in the social circles and whatnot were referred to as queens. So. Okay. They they were often called queens because of their leadership roles in the different festivities and and whatnot. But then they also now they transferred the label of queen to her because of of her leadership in the the fire burn. So, wow. Yeah, Thank I, you I think for it's interesting them. too. Yeah, you're welcome. I'm seeing a lot mm. more people now referring to. Um, uh, women of color as queens as well. It seems like there's a, a resurgence of yes. of this uh, the calling of queens and referring to our royalty and leadership skills. Yes, mm-hmm. we have a three way statue here on St. Thomas of Queen Mary, of uh, uh, General, what's his name now? I forgot his name. But but well, yes, and another one, another queen. And they were significant enough that we need to keep them, their, 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 their image alive. Interesting. Absolutely. Yes. Let's move on because uh, there's so much I want to share with you and share with our (laughs) audience what you're doing. Oh, my gosh. By the way, let me say this before I go any further. The doors of our studios are always open for you to come back anytime, any event, Aww. whatever it is, will be helpful for you. Thank you. I will remember that. Thank you so much. <laughs> You're welcome. You're welcome. You're welcome. So you were involved with the fire bond. You were involved with the screenplay, and you even had time to do books. Wow. <laughs> How, <laughs> yes, the, the, the documentary. <laughs> Yes. Oh. Yes. Yes. So, um, the, the, I'll, I'll tell you a little bit about the the, the first book, Fireburn, the, the screenplay. Uh, I I would go around to schools, middle schools especially, and the kids were so interested in it. Whether regardless of their race and yeah. adults, they were very much interested regardless of their race, and it seemed like people it really resonated with people because it actually, it's a story about our human, basic human rights yes. and the fight yes. for justice. And so that's a, a theme 
that many people can relate to. And as I saw the adults in the middle school and high school having this story, I said, you know what, what about the younger kids? This is a valuable piece of, of our history, Virgin Islands history, that needs to go beyond our beaches, beyond our territories, because it's such a powerful, it's a powerful story of resilience. And, and how if people are robbed of their human rights, what's going to happen? So it serves as, as a, a warning, as well as a tribute to our ancestors, as well as the knowledge of history and our culture uh, and the cultural pride. And so that's when I, I said, you know what, I, I need to write a children's story. And, and that's my second book, James and the Fireburn. And, um, and I, I haven't mentioned it, but I'm on a retreat right now. Once a year, I like to go away on a retreat and, you know, seek God and say, what do you want me to do now? And I was on okay. a retreat, retreat when I wrote James and the Fireburn, and I thought that it was going to be uh, a children's story simply about the Fireburn, but as I started writing, I, I incorporated bullying, a very strong bullying message in there, mm-hmm. and that came from the pain of seeing my son being bullied and the traumatic effects that it had on him as well as our family and so within wow. the story of James and the Fireburn, I incorporated a very strong anti-bullying message and what do we do when we see? And I correlated the laborer's treatment to the same treatment that, that kids get on the, the schoolyard. They're taking away yeah. people's rights. They're bullying them. They're not making them feel safe. And they're not doing what, what God says to do, which is to treat each other with love and dignity. And um, that's the birth of James and the Fireburn. Yeah, wow. and, um, and it actually very, very well received it. Unbeknownst to me, uh, someone must have sub- submitted it for an award and it received uh, an award. It was, uh, um, I haven't looked at a while, but it was number nine out of 30 on one of the best Caribbean history ebooks of all time. And I, thought, I said, what a blessing and what an honor that, um, that people would take this book and respect it for the history as well as the strong message because I started Googling my own book and I saw that people were, teachers were recommending it in their school rooms. Hey, you want a good anti-bullying book? Here it is. Hey, you want a good Caribbean history, African-American? It, it, um, it was very, very surprising to me. But then again, it was like, why should it be surprising? Because this is about what God can do through yes. us when we are obedient. When we yes. use the potential he gave us. I'm I'm really absolutely. big for potential. Yes. Maximizing your potential. That's what that's what holds us back. Mm-hmm. We don't maximize our potential because we don't know what the potential is. Wow, wow, wow. And sometimes it's fear. Sometimes people are afraid, mm-hmm. what if I fail? What if I get laughed yeah. at? What if I look bad, sound bad? It's it's all kinds yes. of hang ups and and that is that's a travesty for potential to go untapped. Yes. yes. You know, there's Absolutely. a similarity between the islands, but there's differences likewise. St. Croix is known for its flat land, and therefore you have the plantations, wide mm-hmm. plantations. St. Thomas has the hills, and we don't have the plantations. So we have a little, a little yard here and a little yard there. We have down in Bordeaux. Ah. There's farmers. There are farmers. But uh-huh. the farming ability is not in a major commercial level that we want. So they're working on it, they're working on it, and they're working on it. But the thing I wanted to say was, fireborn, the word fireborn came to St. Thomas, and I don't know why. Because it's <laughs> a steep hill right next to my street, up the hill that I used to play with as a kid. As Virgin Island kids, we were poor. We had to create our own toys. And my friends and I would go around the neighborhood and pick fruits off whatever fruit trees are in, in, in season. But what we would make also was a cart to go down the hill because we didn't have a cart. We didn't have any, well, in those days, we didn't have any uh, skateboards. But it was the equivalent of a skateboard with the big wheels. <laughs> and they have a cart <laughs> and go, go in the gut and <laughs> get out of the way. The fire button. Now, I heard that word from the time I was a kid. But never, never associated with the the fireborn on St. Croix until I became an adult. Interesting, That's interesting, interesting. very interesting. Yeah. Well, just it just yeah. shows how connected we are, and and what affects 
uh, one sibling, it's it's going to have an effect on the other. And so yes. when one per, one island wins, we all win. And, it, you know, rather than win. the competition, it, it's good to focus on, on mm-hmm. the commonality and the and just excelling and just shining and loving each other. Mm-hmm. One of these days or one of these nights, whenever time it happens, we need to, uh, not we need, I would like for us to talk about the Virgin Islands in the historical days. A good friend of mine, Dr. Mm-hmm. Richardson, used to chit-chat with that. Maybe we can have a panel and discuss those things on the air. Well, I'll definitely, I'll, I'll, I can give you some names of people that I came across when I was shooting my documentary, just brilliant okay. minds who love, love, love the, the history love and the culture and have tons exactly. of pictures and um, memorabilia. Oh, my gosh, it's, it's amazing. I'll definitely fill you in on, on some of those folks so you can connect them and get you on your panel. Please do. Please do, yes. Absolutely, and that's going to be a great show. Because oh, yeah. you know what? <laughs> if... If we don't, if we don't tell our story in our own words, yes. will yes. other people will, and it may not quite sound the way we remember it or what we were told. Um, yes. Like one one of the things I, I during the interview process for um, filming Fireburn the documentary, I had repeatedly heard okay that the the laborers were tired of the abuse and not being paid much. And and so they burned the island down. I interviewed, and, and this I did not put this in in the documentary. The, the the quality of the interview did not come out very well. It was out done outdoors, poor quality. Uh, but I'm sure it would have created quite a stir because this this um, gentleman who I interviewed was of Danish uh, heritage, and I thought, oh wow, this is going to be you know really interesting to get the Danish perspective. And he mm-hmm. said that the fire burn happened because the queens, their their men, did not give them money that they earned. That the the men instead used the money for alcohol, and they were they were drunks. And so the the women got angry, so they burned down the whole island. And I thought, wow, that is in such stark contrast to the story yes. that I had heard. You know, so yes. it was just it's very interesting. You know, we're, we're, I'm hearing history from the the mouth of, of descendants of the people who yes. were at the fire burn, and then I'm hearing mm-hmm. um, from from someone yes. from from Denmark. So I said, yeah, it's 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 good to be able for us to tell our story, and um, it's it's interesting to hear both sides. But I I prefer our side. <laughs> <laughs> I don't blame you. I do too. Uh, yes, we definitely have to have a panel. Definitely. I don't know when and where, but 2021, we definitely will have a panel going on. Absolutely. So tell us more about, uh, about what your career looks like. What, what, what's on the, on, the, on, the, <laughs> on the wheel coming up for you, for, okay. for your book? Let's see. Um, that is what I'm, I'm on my retreat for 2021. Okay. There, I'm just so many fun things that that I can do, but the word for 2021 has got to be focus, and I I love using my skills, my talents, and my abilities, and I love variety, but I also understand mm-hmm. the importance of of focus, and so I'm I'm just I'm praying to see you know what is is my my focus. I definitely I have to finish some things with with Fireburn, my Fireburn projects. Uh, but I'm okay. I'm interested to see myself. It's probably going to be uh, in my kitchen. I I love being in my kitchen and and talking about the healing benefits of food. That's a big part yeah. of of who I am. And yes. Uh, yes. I'm a member of the the Screen Actors Guild as an actress, and there haven't been a whole lot of jobs uh, in in South Florida. And so I feel great. I'm creating jobs for myself in my kitchen. You know, I get my camera, my phone. It's not even a camera. I get my phone and my lights. Yeah. I throw some makeup on, and I start doing stuff. So uh, a lot of it will have to do with the expression, my, my creativity, and my, my desire to satisfy that, the actress in me. Probably a lot of it will be will focus on, on my, my YouTube, you know, um, and then we'll see how what else what else happens. But definitely, I'll be writing a book. I haven't decided on the topic, but I've I've got to write a book for 2021. 
<laughs> okay. Okay. Well, definitely the minute the minute you have it all done, let us know because we will reserve that door for you. Or how many or how many doors you need open, we'll have them open for you. All right. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it. Yeah. You're quite welcome. Did you realize we're almost uh, we're, we're over half an hour? I, I, I wow. would love to. You go through. You have time to go through a little further. Sure. Sure. Okay. Great. 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 Okay. Well, let me just make a little quick stop and let people know who we are and what we're doing. My name is Etienne Gibbs. I am the host creator of In the Authors Corner. The author's corner right in. How did that come about? Because we talk about potential. When I retired, I had times on my hands. I said, well, let me go ahead and put on paper a little documentary of what I can remember as a child growing up. And that's what I did. But in the process of publishing my book through Amazon, I thought that they would be handling all the marketing <laughs> that needed to be done without costing me any money. Well, come to find out that's not the way the world works. You got to do something, you got to pay for it. And in the process, I said, well, maybe let me see how many other authors are going through the same thing I'm going through. And that's how my program began. And we were going along pretty good until Hurricane Irma and Hurricane Maria, back to back, did a lot of damage to us. But nevertheless, we're coming back now and this is opening up our new renewal, I guess you should say, of the in the author's corner. And I'm so glad that you were able to be here to share with it's us. My pleasure. Yes, yes, yes. Okay, we have that in mind, and we're also going to have our ebooks updated because we got it started, but it got it got. I don't want to say abandoned, but nevertheless. It didn't get the, the attention it needed with everything else going on. But we're working on it. 2021 is going to be a very active year for me. So with that good. in mind, let's move on. Continue. Thank you very much. Good, okay, let's good. go back to, to what you're doing. What 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 is your number one interest? I know you like writing. So would that be your number one interest in your hobbies or your careers? Actually, writing is is not my my number one um and i think that if it had been my number one i would have automatically embraced the title of uh, writer and and author it was okay. one of those things that i did because i i i wanted to create something for me and my friends to act in uh, i wanted okay. to, then i it came with the desire i wanted a book for the kids um it's really wow I don't want to sound all complicated and stuff, but I'm 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 really multifaceted in, in that I love encouraging people. Yes. Excuse yeah, me. my. Uh huh. Oh, okay. No, no. Yeah, I, was just, my, I was just gonna say. I'm sorry. There's an echo here. I think I was just gonna say my the thing that I love doing is encouraging people, and I yes. like I love encouraging them through speaking words of encouragement to the mind, the body and soul. And as an, because I am an entertainer and actress, I, I love doing that through the visual means of, of, you know, being in front of the camera and, and saying something inspirational or showing yeah. them a meal that's going to help them to release extra weight or, or get in shape or do some healing uh, or maybe saying some scripture for the the healing of the spirit. So that's that's yeah. really I, that's what I really love to do. Good for you. Good for you. Yeah. I I I know I should be interviewing you, but I have to share with you something that that really came to me spiritually. Two yes. military chaplains encouraged me with my potential that I didn't know. And in, in a uh, civilian professor in California, Ventura, they saw the potential in me that I didn't see, and they came forward and they invited me to be involved with several projects. Let me start one at a time. I, uh, because I was a 
clinical social worker, the one chaplain who saw me, he said, we were in a panel. He says, after the panel, would you like to come help me uh, train some parenting or do some parenting training? I said, oh, I'll let you know. I kind of blushed it all because nobody taught me how to be a parent. And I don't know any parent <laughs> who has been taught to be a parent. So how am I going to go out and train people to be parents? So I was more scared and fearful that I wouldn't be qualified to do it. But nevertheless, this chaplain continued his sensibility of getting me to come with him. So the second time he saw me about two weeks later, so are you ready now? I said, oh, chaplain, good, okay. I was using all the funny words, pleasant words, but in the back of my head, I didn't want to do it because I wasn't qualified. I, I really cut myself mm. short. And then the third time, the third time, now it took me three times. Third time we were in the BX, uh, in the military, I was pushing the hang of the board, uh, weights to take a look at the a jacket I wanted to get. He did the same thing on the same wheel. Our, our eyes met. The chaplain eyes met and I met with his. He said, well, are you ready now? What can I say? I've got three strikes. I'm out. <laughs> Yeah. But what he said, he really wanted me. And I said to myself, that was my wake-up calling. Because here's a chaplain who didn't have to be after me. He didn't have to do what he, want, what he had to do, what he wanted to do. So I said, okay, let me try. And it was the best thing I had. He had all the materials that he needed. I had the training, but he needed somebody to present the training. And man, oh, man, oh, man, it really turned me around like you were doing helping people. So that's amazing. That's that's where I got into potential because God gives us the potential, but we don't really know what it is, how it is, how do we use it, and what do we want to do with it. So I really connect with you because we have something in common right there, sharing what God has given us. Wow. Thank you. Thank wow. you. Yeah. Wow. And, and sometimes it takes somebody else to to yes. either see it in us or have this sense and to ask us and we're like, no, 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 no. But then it happens. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I haven't found anyone to come out and say, this is my skill. This is what I want to do. People might say they want to do from the time they were a child, <clears throat> but by the time they're adult, it may or may not work. So we're not going to go into that. Yeah. Let's go back now to you and uh, where do we go from here? What What's going to be up next for you, um, Angela? Up next is actually really the the next thing. It I, my my documentary it is in post production. We had a, a few. I guess well, hmm, snag sounds like a negative word. What's a better word? We had a few delays uh, with the pandemic being one of them. Uh, waiting for some extra financial assistance, fundraising, and whatnot but definitely releasing the documentary. And the documentary takes a, a, a factual look at the fire burn as opposed to the, the fictional one that I, I wrote about and created fictional characters. So I'm okay. really looking forward to that coming back to the islands and doing um, premieres and viewings and, and just going from there. That's really, really in my heart to finish, but it's been an, uh, I thought it was going to be a sprint, but it has definitely been a marathon. I had no idea that uh, the production was going to be like this because I'm used to being in front of a camera and I show yeah. up, do we do what we do, yeah. and then I leave and I'm by, and yeah. now I'm, I'm much more intimately involved in yeah. in the whole process. And I'm I'm a little, I'm like, oh my gosh, I didn't know it took this long, <laughs> or I didn't know yeah. that that needed to happen. But it's been I've learned. And I've grown so much, but that that is one thing that definitely for 2021, uh, God willing, but that should be the next thing that is actually completed. Um, okay. I have I have you know some more interviews set up. Uh, let's see, yeah, yeah. So you know, just one day at a time, and and seeing what God has in store, but definitely looking at at focusing on and how. I can encourage people to be healthier in their mind, their body, and their spirit, and you know, kick it up a, a few notches and reach more people, help more people. I'm I'm all about the expansion, and I guess that's very similar to your potential. 
Uh, I I have this sense inside of me that I have the potential to reach more people than I am and to encourage more people for God's glory. Good. Interesting. Mm -hmm. You know, from the time I met you, I I saw the potential in you, and I didn't know how how to... Yes, you're welcome. I didn't know how to direct you to that other than talking books, you know, talking (laughs) about books. But uh, in the in the process, my goodness, this is a reality of your potential coming to life. And in the process, like I said, all the titles that I've mentioned about your career are all doing the same thing: serving others, helping yes. others. Let's work. Yes. So I, I really have to say, when <laughs> when I grow up, I want to be like you. <laughs> <laughs> When I grow up, I want to be like the me I have in my mind. <laughs> I'll, I'll think of something and I'll I'll dream of it and I'm like, yes, this is what's going to happen and I'll do it. And I'm like, well, that that wasn't exactly what I had in mind, God, but uh, yeah. <laughs> here, take it anyway, please. Mm-hmm. It was the best that I could do at the time. So, you yeah. know, I'm growing. I'm, I'm definitely growing. And I think the biggest thing is that I, I am willing. I'm willing to serve, and I am at at my my tender age. If I'm not going to tell you how old I am, but at my tender age, I'm I'm finally letting go of the idea of perfectionism. Perfectionism. Yes. For so long, I, I wanted you know perfection, perfection, and it's the only thing I'm perfect at is being imperfect. And so now yeah. I strive for excellence, and I realize that on any given day, my best. It's going to look different just based on uh, did I get enough sleep, did I eat the right foods, what's going on with me mentally, spiritually, physically. It's going to look different, but I've I've become a lot more gentle on myself, but I still want to serve to the best of my capacity, to the best of my ability, as many people as possible before uh, before my time on earth is over. Okay. Good for you. Good for you. Well, let's move on to something else right now that I'd like to to have my guests share. Because the show is called In the Author's Corner, I know we have potential authors, aspiring authors. Could you share a few tips with them? What would be helpful? What will not be helpful? What can they do? What what kind of tips would you sure. like to offer them? Yes. For, for writing and and this is the the procedure that I'm I'm going to be using for my fourth book. Each book is so different. It, okay. This one is I'm going to dictate a whole lot more because I found that I speak and think a lot faster than I can write. And so this is yes. a tip that that uh, one of my mentors gave me and there there's a a program and it doesn't I have a Mac computer and I use Safari. It doesn't work that well on Safari. So I recommend okay. for people to go to Chrome. And it is called, I'm pulling it up right now, speechnotes.co. It's not com. It's speechnotes.co. And that works better than any of the free dictation programs out there. If you, don't, if you just want to try it, you don't want to buy anything. And so what I recommend is when, you, when you're ready to start, quote, unquote, writing your book, speak your uh-huh. book first. and just, just kind of free flow with it and go with it. Don't criticize yourself. Just let it go. And then you can go back okay. and, and do the typos because of the dictation process, there will be some, some errors more than likely because um, the, the dictation isn't very good at picking up Crucian and Tomian and Jonian, you know. So you're going to have to go back <laughs> <Yeah>. and, uh, <laughs> and yeah. fix up a few things. Yeah. But um, – the, the other thing that I would say is if you're looking at a, a book, think in terms of 10 chapters, and okay. in each of your chapters, you're going to want to have six subpoints. And each of those six subpoints, one page, single space. And that's your book. By the time wow. you get your, your, your dedication and your, your forward, and that's, um, that's, F-O-R-E-W-O-R-D. That's a big tip that I give people. Spell forward correctly, please. And Uh you have your book. Also, in terms of of endorsements and blurbs, 
it can be very difficult. If you want someone to do your preface or to give you a blurb on the back, you, you can wait literally a year and it never gets done. So my recommendation is to do it ghostwriter style. You write it oh. yourself to who, who you think you want to give it to. You write the different ones, change them up a little bit, and then you ask the person, say, would you be so kind as to write a preface, write a blurb, and here I've provided something for you. If you'd like to use it, change it up in your own words, but you will get so much more yeses than, than no responses at all if you do the work ahead of time. So those are a few tips that I can think of for authors writing their first books. Yes, I hope, hopefully those are helpful. Well, yes, definitely, definitely. Could you go back a bit? The first thing you were talking about is software. Yeah. What's the name? Let it. Uh, let me. I'm gonna go on here. And make sure I'm telling you the right thing. Let me go to Chrome, okay. and I'll spell it out. And me. Okay, for some reason my my Chrome is not. Okay. But yeah, it's called it speech. You know, like oh, here it is, here it is. Let me. It is called Speech Notes. N is in November. O is in Oscar. T is in Tom. E is in Echo. S is in Sierra. Dot C O. So make sure you don't say C O M. Most people want to say SpeechNotes.com. It's just dot C O. SpeechNotes.co. And there's a, a little emblem on there. You click on it. You start talking. It records everything. It gives you some notes. When you're ready to copy it, you click on the two pages, and you copy it to a Word document or pages, whatever you're using. And it well, is, it's really good for a free program. It's really good. So definitely I, really I, I recommend people. Yeah, that, that will sure. take your writing time. If you, you do this for 30 minutes a day, an hour a day, you can you can have your book written. I mean, your entire book written. It, my, I don't want to to lie here. I mean, you could do it yeah. in thirty to ninety days or less. Really, okay, you really could with focus okay. and doing it that way. But definitely think of the whole ten chapters. You know, go ahead and and start that way. This is my topic. What ten things can I talk about in my book? And then after you have your 10 topics, under each of these major topics, what six things can I talk about? And all you need is one page for each six things. Or if that yeah. seems too short, do three subcategories and two pages for each thing, and you got your book. You know, I'm thinking as you're speaking, and I'm realizing that what you're saying applies to fiction as well as nonfiction. Now, nonfiction is pretty well ruled or, or, or standard, standard scale in terms of what facts have to be mentioned and what facts have to be left out. But nevertheless, yes. as forming, forming the, uh, the book or the, for the, right plan, the plan of the book, it's a good start. Right. Absolutely. It's a nice skeleton. And then once you have it, you can shift things around and move yeah. them. And then you're, you're also, you're not, uh, you're not tied down to working on, you don't have to go in, in, in chronological order or you don't have to go in order. If wow. you're feeling stuck or writer's block, go to chapter number seven and write on that <laughs> one, go to one of the blurbs, you know, and then mm -hmm. at least you, you keep on moving. But sometimes that's what happens. There's this thing called writer's block, and I don't know what to say, but if you already have 10 things, man, look at one of them, and out of those 10 things, you, you, you're probably going to be able to write in at least one of them. But if you don't have you that know? skeleton up already, it's more conducive yeah. to writer's block. And that's exactly yeah. a good point right there, because writer's block is usually blocking us because we try to do it in order, like a, like a parade. We try to stay <laughs> Formation, yeah. Not like formation, like a book, like like a like a parade. It's better yeah. the way you said. Pick what fits along the way, and then put it all exactly. together. Exactly. 
Because you might have an experience throughout the day that triggers something. You're like, oh, my gosh, and you just want to write, write, write. Go for it. And and then you're, yeah, you don't have this pressure of having to write on this one topic. No, you write and exhaust that. Move next. Move next. And also start thinking of the people that you would, that you do admire in the area and the field that you're writing in. Uh, think of them and start think of them even before you write and mm-hmm. as you're writing uh you you can start writing up a blurb that you would want them to say some of them based on how well they know you and your and your yeah. capacity your potential to write they may want to see your book first but most of them will not read your book ahead of time anyway some a few yeah. might but most of them, just based on your character and, and what you've done before, will be willing to do a a blurb without all of the book. But, you know, that's going to be case by case. Wow. This is fantastic. I can't thank you enough for what you're doing you're here. Welcome. I appreciate it. I'm sure My the pleasure. audience out there. That's good. Great. Thank you. I'm sure the yes. audience out well, there will be done. Yeah, well, I was going to say if if, uh, if if any of your audience has has a question for me, they can reach me uh, from my website, Angela Golden. That's G O L D E N Brian B R Y A N dot com. And there's uh, on the last page is their contact page, and you know I'm definitely willing. If you have a question, oh, just you know send me a, a question, and I'll I'll be happy to answer it. Great. Now let's yeah, go also, back to... I'm on Instagram. <laughs> Instagram, Angela Golden Bryan. Yeah, yeah. Please follow me. And also, where can they get your books? Books. Where are your books available? The the easiest way to do it is going to my website, AngelaGoldenBryan.com, and going to the products mm-hmm. page, and you'll okay. see them right there. I also for for people that uh, that like scripture. I created a, a set of, of inspirational cards, 31. So I, I say it's for the, like a whole month, 31 cards. Yeah. Each card has a different scripture on it. And then on the other side is um, is a, a statement to reaffirm and to renew the mind. And on the side of scripture, it's a madras. So I, I just love that. And we have a few island scenes, you know, uh, uh, some donkeys, a woman with madras, and, you know, just a few things, you know. So windmills to, to remind me of home. <laughs> Yeah, let's back a little bit. Let's explain for the audience what madras uh, madras means. Yes, yes. So madras would be um, a, a plaid-like material. It's not quite plaid, but it looks that way. And uh, interestingly, I started looking it up, but it, it I didn't even know where it, it had come from. But it, in the 1600s, it came from an island called like Madagascar, blah, 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 whatever. It's a real long yeah, name. But the first part is yeah. like madras. In India, and because it it was inexpensive, it was used in trading in the 1600s. They'd bring it from India, and a lot of the Caribbean islands have the madras because it was inexpensive, and it it became something that the the locals would use in their clothing. And then, yeah, then eventually it became um, more only for festivities and, you know, the quadrille, the dances and stuff like that. And now I am seeing a resurgence. This is the second time I've used resurgence, but I'm seeing more and more interest in the madras with the younger people as well. And they they have these beautiful outfits. I'm like, oh, my gosh, if I was, like, 30 years younger, I would be <laughs> rocking that. <laughs> listen, what resource, resource information, here's a person to go to. Our new, our vice president-elect can tell you information about the Madras. I, I guarantee Ooh. it. Oh, I love it. I love it. Love it. Uh, I would love to see her rocking some. Wouldn't that be nice? It would be nice. Well, you know, the president, president, the president and vice president (laughs) have been to the Virgin Islands. So I'm sure our new president, the president-elect, will come back. He went to St. Croix, believe it or not. He didn't come to St. Croix. Good. Obama. I think went to St. John, but he didn't stay okay. much in St. Thomas. It's all okay. Okay. Three hours to take from him. Take your pick. 
<laughs> Angela, thank well, well, you so much for taking time with us. Go right ahead. My pleasure. Thank, thank mm. you for the invitation. It's been uh, just sheer pleasure speaking with you, and I, I appreciate you and, and all that, that you are doing to, to you know, to, to bring an awareness of, of the craft mm. of writing and authors yes. and, and the culture. Just thank you so much. Thank you. You're welcome. And blessings to you. Thank you very much. By the way, before you go, did you know uh, Mrs. Conkrine? Mrs. Who? She was a teacher of Conkrine. Mrs. Conkrine was a school name after me. Well, I was lucky enough before I had the the experiences with the chaplain who encouraged me. Mrs. Conkrine was one of those teachers, old-time teachers. She would overemphasize enunciation. (laughs) We speak of dialect. Uh, where are you? She said, no, 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 that's not how you do it if you go to look for a job. You have to say polite, politely. And I was, how are you going to say it? And she makes them stand right there, wherever they were going, and pronounce it. <laughs> I had an opportunity to work with her. So I really am blessed because I got her tutoring, tutoring from her. And it was fantastic. Oh, man, we could go Good on and stuff. on and on. Good stuff. <laughs> well, you just have That's to invite the... me back. That's all. <laughs> I don't have to invite you. The door's already open. Just walk in. Okay. All right. I'm going to remember that. <laughs> okay. I'm ready. Uh, we, have it. we have it all set up for you. Okay. And, well, thank you ever so much. We appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. My okay. pleasure. Okay. Yes. Good night. Bye-bye. Good night. Thanks again. Bye-bye. Goodbye. Thank You're you welcome. very Bye. much. Folks, here we are. We're talking about the Virgin Islands. We're talking about our home. But nevertheless, we're talking about being an author. And here we go. Until next time, this is ATNA Games. Please watch us at blogtalkradio.com. And right now, our schedule is haphazard, but we'll get it organized for the new year. We're working on some things. We'll see you there. Folks, thanks ever so much. We'll see you. Take care. Bye-bye.